You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Shut up. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rody Von Doty. His promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, in the time between our last podcast and now, One I managed to fulfill a childhood dream of being a PA announcer at a, at a, a pretty big baseball park. Really? I did. So our so the school I'm working at now, we had a, a game where we played at, at the Dunk at Dunkin' Donuts Park or just Dunkin' Park, I guess, because it's not Dunkin' Donuts anymore, right? I remember the donuts, which is to so me. So just Dunkin' Park in Hartford, um, where the hometown Hartford Yard Goats play. Um, so I got to be the PA announcer. It's something that I've I've practiced on yeah. my own. Um, but I did the whole like now batting. And I was told that's fun. I, I told that I uh, missed my calling by several people who you, I didn't know ahead of time. A few years ago, they had open tryouts at Fenway Park. I know, and, and I, I missed it. Was, it. was it Carl Bean? I believe a super nice guy, pick of the pod. He did it for years. Mm-hmm. I, I hope they, I forgot his name right. He passed away, and they had open tryouts. And God, we could have got you in there. Someone could have got me a heads up, you know, because I was doing the whole thing. I was like, now batting. Number 24, Rich Keefe. Ooh, that's and nice. it had like the good echo and everything. Oh, so I like that very much. Um, I even did a fake 50-50. There's actually, I can tell you the story quickly. So I, I'm going to do the read. Um, okay. I, I was just screwing around because we had some kids there and I was like, I'm bored. It's the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. So I did this. Take me out to the ball game? No, I did. Ready? Uh, yeah. Congratulations to Will Smalley, who will be taking home some complimentary paper napkins from the concession stand today. Not Use bad. one to clean up a small mess or several to clean up a slightly larger mess. That's plain white paper napkins. Do what you want. We don't care. Did the crowd like a good, good pop on that? Well, it was awesome because I was dying in the booth because it was completely it was a completely fake read that right. I just made up on the spot. But like people were looking around and like kind of like, yay, like clapping. And there were some people who were genuinely pissed that there was a raffle that they didn't know about. Oh, yeah, they want to get in. Raffles are very popular at these sporting events. I thought I was making a joke. People were like, hmm, like putting their hands on their hips, like pissed that like they didn't know there was a raffle. Oh, rumpf. Yeah. You should have gone all Tom Green. Remember the Tom Green minor league baseball? 
I completely forgot about that. Give that a Google. That is the greatest goddamn <laughs> thing of all time. He's screaming. The guy's like mid pitch. They like throw him. They physically removed him. That was Tom Green at his best right there. That an undercutter. <laughs> that was good. Um, but uh, yeah, if if the opportunity comes oh. to do that again, I'm gonna do that again. Good. I'll put in a word if I hear anything else yeah. that's park or something like that. I'll try. I, to can, I can go low and basic like now batting. You know, number yeah, two. The shortstop, Pizander, Bo Bander, Bogarts. Yeah, I'll screw up the entire opposing team's names on purpose. Yeah, kind of razz them a little bit. Yeah, a lot. That's good. Ryan, Mortal Kombat came out on the HBO Max and in theaters uh, this past Friday. Did you get a chance to see this film? Boy, howdy. howdy. I certainly did. Fun, fun, fun. Fun, fun, fun. fun. Really? I liked Which, this movie. It's funny. Like I, I think you and I will have liked it for different reasons. But a like, movie you can sit and just... Yeah. It's not a thinker. It's, it's not. not high art. It's not a Picasso. But it's, it's fine. Good. You know, it's a that movie was made for a very specific audience, and that audience loved it. Yeah, what did you want a Mortal Not you, but what would anybody want a Mortal Kombat movie to be? That. I mean, you want inside jokes. You want stuff from the game. You want stuff that, like, you know, characters that you recognize or, or little hat tips to other characters that are going to show up. I want got. wheat fatality action, and I got and you it. got it. I got it in spades. Mm-hmm. I like that very much. Now... I don't know if we're going to end up because of the timing of everything. I don't know if we're going to do a standalone. We could. We'll see. We'll see. If you if you guys want one, let us know on uh, Twitter at Dork Podcast or on uh, our email, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you think it warrants a standalone. I could talk about it for sure. But I will. Not the only thing I'll say, too, even if we don't wind up doing a standalone on it, I do want the audience to know that I thought that the character who absolutely steals the show was Kano. Not even close. Kano the, killed it. The guy who played Kano was awesome. Kano had a couple of laugh out loud moments. Yes. And then also, yeah, he was great. He was good. I thought it was it was fun. Uh, I had a nice time. So go check it out. It's on HBO Max right now. Now, oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm not Nostradamus, uh, Ryan. I don't know if this will be nominated for an Oscar next year. But the Oscars were last night. The 93rd Academy Awards, apparently the ratings were so bad, they're not even sure if they're going to like put them on anymore. That's how bad it was. It dropped 58%, I believe, from last year. And last year was a huge nosedive. Because remember, that was early in the pandemic. And people were like, what are we doing? Like, Why are you having an award show? So this year, apparently nobody watched it. And there was a lot of real head-scratching activity going on. Uh, so they held it in, in, a, in like a smaller venue. Mm-hmm. and so they're all just kind of hanging out, but they didn't show a lot of clips from movies, which was weird. They didn't show, like, any, right? Any. They were like, they, what they would do is, if you were nominated, they'd be like, Ryan Davey fell in love with movies at a very young age. He once got shot in the face with an arrow. And you're I like, did. I know. But, like, that's the kind of, and you're like, okay, can I see a clip maybe from the movie that he directed or that he starred in or something? No. Bupkiss. And two issues. Chadwick Boseman did not win Best Actor. Bullshit. Which is shocking. Now, I didn't see Anthony Hopkins in The Father. I don't know. But it was also weird. For some reason, 
it was the last award of the night. It wasn't best picture. They waited to the very end and Anthony Hopkins wasn't even there. So they just flashed to like a picture of Anthony Hopkins. And then they were like, good night. It was fucking bizarre. Also Nomadland won best picture, which I know it was the favorite going in, but that movie sucked out loud. I can't I, remember a, a more hated. Everyone I talked to was like, it was, you know, the direct, like there were some really cool set pieces and, and the way it was shot was cool, but they're like, ultimately the movie was about nothing. There was like no real plot. And Francis McDormand was the only real actor in it. Right. Yeah. They had a bunch of real nomads, I think in it. Yeah. But I just, Oh my God, I couldn't stand it. And somebody even asked me today, they're like, well, do you like movies like that? And I was like, well, there's like what, where nothing happens. I, cause I know I get sort of pigeonholed into like, and, and even, even, uh, my wife, she says like, if it's not a comic book or horror movie, you don't like it. And I'm like, well, that's not true. That's not true. I, because I made it. swingers is neither a comic book or a Marvel. I enjoy movie. some rom-coms. No, I <laughs> like, I loved parasite. I loved that movie. That was mm -hmm. cool. I liked, uh, it was a green book that won the uh, two years ago. And you were raving about Judas and the Black Messiah. I love Judas and the Black Messiah. That should have yep. won. So yeah, I like other kind of movies, but this movie was just, I was shocked how nothing, how much nothing happened. I was more pissed that Wolfwalkers did not win best animated feature and Soul did. Soul was very well done, but that from a, plot standpoint that movie was kind of a mess and like to say it was like the zootopia thing like that's not a kid's movie at all uh no 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 no. yeah i felt the same way i was shocked like i watched soul just by myself because yeah it came out on disney plus for free i'm like i'll watch this and i was like i'm like am i old enough for this movie it's like, heavy I, I, it's very very heavy oh christopher in the chat has a good point the director who won best director for nomadland she's directing the eternals so my pray and hope is that something happens in the Eternals. Well, it's it's uh, all yeah. It's also apples and oranges too. I mean, you know, as it like, you know, yeah, you're not wrote either one. She's just directing both. So maybe yeah. she's got maybe, but that, that talk about different movies. Like Jesus Christ, I don't Bowie know. Zhao, right? Yep, I think I believe that's a yeah. Uh, so uh, Daniel Kaluuya won for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. He won Best Supporting Actor. Even though you could make an argument, he was the lead actor in that yeah but he was good he had a cool acceptance speech uh that was kind of that i don't know it was a, it was a, i mean i i just felt like i got frustrated i got frustrated every time i walked downstairs because i i was working all night i got home at like 8 8 30 and like i wouldn't have had time to set up the stream so apologies for not setting up the davy what did i call it the spectravaganza I got home at like 8.15 and there was don't no way I was going to like rush and do all that stuff. I was just nobody else was watching this thing. So don't, don't kick yourself. What yeah. was crazy too is I watched the first two hours and then I was like, I, this is a slog. I took a break. I watched episode two of mayor of East town, which is awesome. Are you in on that yet? I am. So I watched the first episode. I haven't watched the second one yet. So don't say anything. What'd you but think? We were I remember, remember I was talking last week about Fred Armisen did like all his, his, and yeah. the phrase that I, I texted you immediately after, I remembered it. It was motor oil. <laughs> motor oil. That's good. And they were talking about how, oh, like someone's daughter had an overdose. Like that's, that's another good, like, Balmore 
Bullock. what is it called? Like, Bullock. what is the name of the county? It's like Delco. Delco. Yeah. Yeah. Motor oil. Did you like the first episode though? I did. I, I was just like, you see something, oh, it's like building and it kills you because like what happens at the end of the first episode, you see it building mm -hmm. the whole episode and you're like, no. Yeah. The second episode's even better. Okay, good. So uh, that's a that's a, a pick of the pod type of show for us. That'll probably mm -hmm. be standalone later on. Uh, speaking of standalones, next week it'll be Invincible. They had the uh, penultimate episode last Friday. The finale is this Friday. Here's a little note, and I, I think, fuck, I think it was Chris on Twitter. Uh, sorry if I fucked up your name. He he kind of gave us a little heads up. He goes, Amazon Prime has been releasing these Invincible episodes Thursday night. What? So I, I like did, midnight, though? No, last week at 9 o'clock at night, I watched it. Huh. Yeah, last Thursday night. So Love I know that. it's the end of the goddamn season that we got turned on to this. But well, I think they're getting wise with Disney. Everything. Come, yeah, I'm stepping on you. I'm sorry. With uh, Disney coming out on Friday, they're getting wise. You know? Yeah. It's funny. They even they tweeted out from the Invincible account a picture, like a meme of yeah. a soda buffet did you see that and there was like one cup and it was like red soda pouring down and blue soda pouring down into the same cup and the blue soda said invincible and the red one said falcon winter soldier and it did like my friday or something like that like, hey, that's awesome yeah oh, not bad not bad did you see the sasquatch documentary on no but i okay so i thought I thought what you were trying to put me on to was like this like weird cryptid thing about Bigfoot. I'm like, nah. but then I read the description and then I'm like, holy shit. Like, so there, so correct me if I'm wrong. This it's a, it's a three episode documentary or something like that. Yes. And it's about a murder that people believe was Bigfoot. Correct. Like Bigfoot murdered somebody. Three people on a dope farm in Northern California. And it ends up being the documentary ends up being, more about these dope farms and just how crazy it is up there. And let's just say these three gentlemen aren't the only ones who have been murdered up there. It's chaos. It's super dangerous. A lot of money involved. And this guy who ends up doing the documentary, I'm not going to give it away. People should watch Please it. Please don't. Please don't. Because I need to. But I'm just, just the, the setup is a guy was working there and he heard a story about how three people were murdered by Bigfoot and it's like what the fuck and so he goes back and they interview all kinds of people like it is a really well done documentary uh, three episodes all about 45 minutes and the Duplass brothers Mark Duplass and his brother that did creep obviously yep. Duplass is in the league they produced this thing kind of That's awesome random, random um I watched on Vice they had the show called Weedicate and this guy was like going around talking about the the cannabis industry and like all this stuff and they refer to this area as the Emerald Triangle in Northern California yep and it's where all like the weed where the weed is mm -hmm. and where to lay off of it Apparently it's the best weed in the world based on like climate and everything else yes. so it's like that and like uh there there in Afghanistan are like the two places oh, really? yeah how about that? So I recommend the shit out of that. Again, that could be a standalone episode at some point. I don't know if we're going to be too late on it, but Sasquatch on Hulu. Uh, on Apple TV, it was announced that Ted Lasso Season 2 is coming out July 23rd. Everybody loves that show. I still haven't Everyone seen it. loves that show. You haven't seen it yet, right? I fucking... I, I'm not going to go down this road again with the streaming services. I can't I can't pay for every goddamn <laughs> streaming service. I'm not made of money over here. Uh, I'm telling you, it's... it's uh... 
it might be worth it. Just like pay five bucks for the month and just watch it. Five bucks? What am I made of money? <laughs> Don't get Peacock though. Peacock's kind of a. I got the cock. You got the cock? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I I still have cable for like sports and stuff. Oh, all right. Yeah, so you get that for uh, free, right? Xfinity Xfinity users get it. So I I got it for that. So. Uh, how about this trailer? We, again, tweeted this out at Dork Podcast. The trailer for Werewolves Within. Mm. This is going to be coming to theaters on June 25th and then available to rent on July 2nd. So Sam Richardson, the guy who was in the Detroiters. Yes. Um, with uh, our, our guy, Tim Robinson. He was also the, the MC for the Baby of the Year sketch. In, yes. I think you should leave. He's in this, and it looks fucking hilarious. It's got another one of these like horror comedies, and it's based off of a video game. Oh, is it really? I Did didn't you know, know that. that. Yeah, no, it's, uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft makes it, and they're uh, they're actually producing it. They're like one of the distributors. I think this looks good. Now I don't know if I'm going to go to the theater for it, but and you got AT and T. Lily is in the movie too. Oh um, yes, she looks Who good. Is? Yeah, she's cutie pie. Deal smooch. Yeah. Come on, let's be respectful. But. Let's be we're being respectful, but yeah, you know. a little bit respectful. But yeah, yeah. she deserves more roles. <laughs> yes. More film roles. Both at dinner and in her in her career. If she wants. If she wants to fill up on bread, that's her that's yeah. her prerogative. That's on you. It's a mistake. It is a mistake. It's a mistake. Let's she just, can do it. Let's just sopping it up in some sort of <laughs> with the so- with the sauce. <laughs> Bag of eyes. <laughs> The Gord, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Go to make it fucking sense, Gord. Sex, right, cat? Uh, how about this? Doors. I can see the criminal. He's committed. I'm sorry. You're getting me going now. I can only see through wood, though. He can't do it. It's it's a limited ability. Another trailer that hit the At Dork Podcast Twitter account. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. This is coming to HBO Max. And... Looks pretty spooky, Ryan. Oh, I'm a good spook fest. And like I said, the uh, the the people are back. Vera and Patrick are back. So mm-hmm. might be worth dipping our toes back into The Conjuring. Last week, I saw a film. As I recall, it was a horror film. Yeah, so I'm going to watch that. That's probably going to be a standalone as mm-hmm. well. And out of nowhere, we find out over the weekend that Elon Musk, one of the richest humans in the world, is going to be hosting Saturday Night Live on May 8th with Miley Cyrus as musical guest. Talk about a pair of like aliens, these two people. Just bizarre. And it's funny because I tweeted it out for, uh, again from at Dork Podcast. If you haven't heard, we have Twitter. And I got like a ton of response. So do people just like search Elon Musk? Because I mean, response from people that clearly don't follow the account. I've never interacted with the account before. And people are chiming in with who they think could be worse, or they're just liking it, or they're retweeting it. And I'm like, are people just searching Elon Musk on Twitter? Maybe. I mean, the other thing, too, is like he can't be anywhere. Remember Steve Forbes? Was it Forbes? Steve Forbes? Steve Forbes, to me, was the worst. I, I agree. I agree that, that he was the worst SNL host I've ever seen. Because, like, politicians or athletes, you're kind of rolling the dice. Like, you don't really know to put them in that situation. But you can already tell, like, Elon Musk is kind of a, he's kind of odd. So mm-hmm. I think he actually might actually he maybe he ends up being decent or you can tell they're going to do some like he's going to play himself in one sketch like they're going to do like a billionaires club thing mm-hmm. he's going to be on mars for another sketch they're going to 
pre-record like one or two of them so he's not live for all of right. them and they're going to do something with like him and joe rogan like someone's going to play joe rogan and they're going to do that because oh, that was a pretty and yeah. then miley will be in a couple of them too oh my god she yeah. she sounds now like she's always had a bit of a raspy voice but now she sounds like she smokes like five packs of cigarettes a day would you be spanking my bare butt balls and back I started rewatching that again passively. As I was doing work, I had it on like the other monitor and I was like just giggling to myself the entire time. Because you got a lot of hate when we were talking about the best stuff for this year, the most anticipated stuff for this year. You were not, you gave it like a four out of six for anticipation for I think you should leave uh, season two. Because I, I, the other part of it too is I didn't think it was actually coming out. Because remember, they hadn't said anything at that point. You piece of shit. I know that. By the way, the I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you has become added to the, has been added to the Davy family lexicon top it's to bottom. So good. It yeah. is so good. And so, yeah, I, I say that all the time. Um, are you ready for America's favorite game show? Are we doing that again? Oh, let's do it. Should I have bought this? The simple game where you, the listener send us, the podcast hosts, a picture of something that you have purchased. You can email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. We need a photo of the of the purchase. We need the price of the purchase. It needs to be over $25 for it to even be included. And if you want, those two things are mandatory. The optional piece, Ryan, would be a brief description of either why you bought it or how it works or or, or whatever it might be. And we've had all different kinds so far. Last last week we had tattoos. tattoos. And a nice young gentleman had tattoos all over his mm -hmm. arm, and he told us how much they cost. He showed us pictures of them, and we said, "Yes, you get them." And if it is something worth uh, that we think you should have bought, you will hear this. This is how we do it. But if it is something that you should not have bought, get the fuck out of here. So listen. <laughs> You know you're coming into the hornet's nest when you send us something. You know, there's a, there's a chance anyway. But think about how how amazing it would be to get a this is how we do it. I, I so, think that's the best feeling in the world. So, again, you can uh, email those bad boys into us. We're going to do one this week because we have a jam-packed show. We're going to do one, and it actually comes from somebody within the dork-shared Gooniverse. This isn't the first time we've had somebody within the shared Gooniverse. This comes to us from Nick Fryer. He of uh, TLDR and the Change My Mind podcast. Check out both of those bad Larrys. He sends this in, Ryan. Again, people are watching this on uh, YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast. But for those listening just on the podcast, Ryan, describe what you see in front of you. It looks to be a homemade, uh, very detailed, looks like a resin of a, a life-size Magneto helmet from, a, from um, not a comic book style of it not so much the fastbender movie style you are 100 correct it is a homemade magneto helmet nick fryer spent 90 dollars on this item and he pointed out that since acquiring the piece nobody has gotten inside his head oh we'll so, see about that nick well at least he hasn't been around anybody <laughs> It's work. There's no <laughs> Professor X in there rewriting stuff. Okay. 
so not, let's unpack this a little bit. Yeah. So again, it's got the beautiful colors, Ryan. It's got your your crimson red with the little horn thing, and then it's got purple going on, like a nice painted purple. It doesn't look now. Maybe it's just this photo. Maybe uh, you're gonna say the same thing. I love how basically I love how he put like casually put the fucking guitar pick in the mouthpiece of it, just to let you know he does play guitar. Right. Yep. As 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 I say, with the guitar directly behind behind you. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, one thing I'll say about this, and I again, I am no brilliant artist myself, but I'm just painting the picture here for everybody else. It doesn't seem 100% symmetrical. It is. It. It. Okay. Let me. I see. Hear what you're saying. And yeah. I want to kickflip off of that and tell you that it's fucking crooked. It's crooked. I okay, not symmetrical. Fucking crooked. <laughs> no, but the thing's fucking crooked. I mean, you look yeah. at one of the the left side um, jawline thing is on the on the desk, and the other one is in the air. <laughs> it's fucking warped. It's crooked. Yeah, it's and not only that, but it on the warped in with, this photo. <laughs> it does look warped. Um, maybe it was made of metal and he bent it. <laughs> but on the inside, it looks like a resin cast, but then he looks like he just hot glued like foam pads like into the helmet. Yeah, I can't explain what's going on in there. Also, there's he sent another photo, but this was the better of the two. And this is the better one. Yeah, this is the clearer photo of what we're dealing with. And it also the other one was he wasn't wearing it in either photo. I think we need to see it. I mean, we need to see it on, first of all. Yeah, Fryer, put it, put this fucker on. Let's I'm gonna it. need to say, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna come out and say it. That's a no from me, dog. Get the fuck out of here. Nope. I'm sorry, it's a hornet's nest. If you wanna send us something, you have to be prepared to maybe get your feelings crushed. And I would be willing to revisit this if we see it on. I need to see it on. Good point. There you go. You know what? Great point because we're we're not we're not above revisiting this. We had nope. we had somebody submit a uh, arcade setup, and the initial list of games was shit. So he got a he got a very stern get the fuck out of here. But then he said for ten extra dollars he got a thousand more games, including great games. And then we turned it around and we felt really good about it. So yeah. We, uh, yeah. A stand-up Not- cabaret with like all that stuff. Absolutely. He what do you say in all the Mortal Kombat's, all the NBA jams, all like that stuff? Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's it. But like so, unfortunately, uh $90. 90 for, bucks for that? For a crooked magneto helmet with just random stuff pasted inside. It's a no. It's a no from us. And even the even the fucking the horns and the front, the front horns, they're crooked. Like look, you see where the V is? The V's crooked. Come on. Whole fucking helmet's crooked. <laughs> Look at it; you can see it. See the what whole, I'm saying? The whole fucking thing is crooked. Jesus Christ! Is a guy got like one one leg shorter than the other? Is that how he did that? What are you? What are you trying to insult us, Friar? You're sending us this thing? Out of here! Get your crooked shit out of here! <laughs> trying to trick us? I tell us. you, I paid ninety dollars for a helmet. It better have fucking straight edges. I tell you. Get I the mean... fuck out of here! <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, we didn't even have to. We didn't even have to go to the YouTube chat. I could already know where they were headed. They, they were gonna go with a hard no. Uh, people in um, Igor, oh my god, Igor. wearable probably doesn't fit. Just people are crushing this thing. <laughs> if you buy a piece of shit, we are gonna tell you not that you. We're should. gonna tell you it stinks. We're gonna tell you what it smells like. That's it. 
Listen, take it from a guy who bought two hats recently that don't fit him. I know that there are ba- there are things that you shouldn't buy. Look <laughs> at <laughs> this one. Look <laughs> at the wonderful Quizzle of Oz. Thing looks like it's been in an accident. It does. Yeah, it's not great. It does. Uh, all right, let's get to this here. Uh, it's time for Davey's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. That was good stuff. What do you got? So, as always, this portion of the Dork Dork Podcast is powered by Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code Ron Von D, and get you some soda. Now, Richard, I'm going to need you to hit the breaking news sounder. Now, a hashtag Dork News Flash. You ready for this? I think so. Dr. Bills. You have some? They have it. They I- have a. A Dr. I, Pepper flavored is that Wild the Bill soda. Is That's that the breaking. Oh, you yeah. Know what you do go back to last week's episode when I fucking asked you about Dr. Bill's. Did you? Yes. Oh, well, well the, the other thing, too. The other thing, too, is they, they have Dr. I, it's coming to my house right now. So that's the breaking news is I'm getting some. Does the other thing is listen to this podcast. Because anybody in the chat listen to the podcast? Because Davey doesn't. If anybody wants to come on the podcast and I'm listen. In the moment. The other host discuss breaking news, he says, for Dr. Bills, he says. I'm not done yet. There's a new can design as well. They've re, re, uh, redone the cans. They're much sleeker look now. So go make sure you go to uh, drinkwildbills.com and use the promo code Ron Von D. And they get rich. They get a brand new flavor. So it's called Dr. Bills. I know. I know all about Dr. Bills. I got the email. I was excited for it. Live yeah, tasting? Have- not a yeah, bad we- idea in the chat. Great idea. Um, but I, I can make it up to you right now. In other drink news, have you heard of G Fuel, by the way? G Fuel is like this. It's like a pre-workout, but it's a like gamer fuel. It's okay. G Fuel strip of oh, gamer yeah. fuel. I have. Um, so people have started to mix. So they have a Doom flavored. It's called Demonade. Like Demonade, like whatever. Yeah. And people are starting to make a cocktail out of it with like a simple syrup, Demonade, and, G, uh, and vodka. Um, and what they found is that it's like the OG, um, what do you call it? Uh, recipe for four loco. Oh boy. We actually talked about four loco the other day on the show, on the radio show, because some guy, like, you know how you always find these stories of like, yeah. not I have a good four loco story, not plastic surgeons doing plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a guy got busted. He was hosting these uh, Botox and Bubbles shows or uh, events. Yeah. But rather than just drinking champagne, he was also slamming four locos while he was putting in fake asses. <laughs> so on my 30th birthday, um, I think you came over. I wasn't living in Medford. I think you came over. And I uh, I went to the local package store. And it was it was a week after they had announced that the four locos was getting taken off the shelves. They were just not doing it. It's since been back. With a new well, they reformulated, re- right? They had to change the uh, the the ingredients. So, the, so I asked the guy, I'm like, "Hey, do you have any of those four like the original four locos left?" He's like, "I have two cases in the back. I'll give them to you both for forty bucks." <laughs> He's like, "Please take them." I I drank five of them that not night. No, it's too much. It was not. It's too much. Not good. Not yeah. good. But all right, here's what I don't really understand about it. I they're like. Uh, who was it like the department of health weighed in and was like, it's yep. too much booze and caffeine. It's way too much. But it's like taking uppers and downers. Like you can't, you can't do that. 
But if I'm drinking Red Bull vodka or even like a lot of rum and cokes, what's the difference? Is there a difference? Like I, I think it's kind of because I think it's it's the amount of caffeine at once. So if you're drinking oh, like okay. Coke, like it's not a ton of caffeine. It's caffeine, but it's not a ton of caffeine. Oh, okay. But my God, like that was like I was thought I was seeing through time. But anyway, don't do demonade and vodka and like the the simple syrup. Don't do that. Come on, be don't smart out there. Be smart. be smart out there. Um, Jeff Kaplan, the creative director of Overwatch, has left Blizzard. Rich, I'm a little worried about that. I'm a little worried about that too. I think. Overwatch 2 is done. Okay. I think so. it's done. I think mostly. I think it's still kind of in development, but I think the the lion's share is done. Um, but he's out as creative director, which Blizzard's had a really hard time. I've just found this news to be odd, oddly timed. You know, with I Overwatch do. 2 right on the horizon. So I know. You know, we'll see. Um the Modern Warfare season three started new map. We went back to the 80s with Verdansk. So there's new uh it's a new town, which is actually pretty smooth. I played it. It's nice. Uh, Valorant has a new map, too. Uh, it's like a beachy thing. If you want to get really frustrated, uh, go play the new Valorant map. Um, the Dig Dads last yeah. week got finally got off to a good... We we lost a heartbreaker to the Dodgers. Dodgers are the best team in baseball right now. You know, where it's a young season. Padres-Dodgers is the best thing going in baseball right best now. Best thing going right now. And by the way, I, not to talk sports with you, I'm going to say this on the air for you sports fans out there, for you EEI people out there. People are giving uh, my man Toddy shit for like looking down at a catcher's sign, right? And then Will Smith looked back at it. Will Smith saw him catch the sign, right? When he hit that home run to like, mm -hmm. if you're the catcher, Richard, what do you do? I would maybe throw a different one. Call time. Call time out. Call time out. Walk out there and be like, hey, he caught the sign. I'm going to throw you something, but you're going to throw this. No matter what, I throw it on, throw this. That, that's all you do. You can't get mad at Fernando Tatis Jr. for stealing a sign if you're being lazy about it. I did like you hear Trevor Bauer come out and say that Tatis, because he like pimps all his home runs. And Bauer's like, if you throw at a guy for pimping his home run or whatever, how stupid that is. He's like, yeah, stupid. it's hard to hit home runs. You should celebrate a home run. Absolutely. So, have fun. Good for Bauer. And he, yeah. did, he did that like little stutter step when he was going around third. Like, fuck, have fun, man. That's why I, honest to God, that's why I picked the Padres because they're fucking fun. They yeah. Fun. Oh, they definitely are. Um, so game, oh PS5 too. Here's some so Crash Bandicoot, which I know you're Naughty Dog. I know you're a fan. So Crash Bandicoot has a mobile game. Um, it's kind of like Temple Run, where you're just running with Crash Bandicoot and whatever. Yeah. So guess who turned 35 and is now in the game, the Crash Bandicoot game? You're never gonna guess this. So I'm just gonna tell you. Earthworm Jim. Close. So 35 years old. They put uh this character back. He's back in the mainstream. The Noid is in oh. Crash Bandicoot. Avoid the noise. He ruins pizzas. He ruins pizzas. Now he's on he's on the Crash Bandicoot, like Infinite Runners or whatever the hell it's called on mobile. So if you guys remember the Noid from 35 years ago who ruins pizzas. Always ruined pizzas. You had to avoid them. Yep. The Noid is back. So that's I wanted to leave you with that one. As always, this portion of what I love it. Oh, you love it. I love it. Um, you know what you might like too is uh Dr. Bills, which is provided to you by uh, Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code Ron Bondi, get 20% off your order. Helps us out, helps the podcast out, helps us keep going. You know, buy some other stuff there, too. It's great. Yeah, for Christ's sakes. What else are you what doing? What else are you doing? All right. Time now for a very important question, Ryan. Y'all ready for bisque? I am ready for bisque. I'm always ready. I like a good, nice cream-based soup. Now, are you also ready for the topic du jour? I was excited for bisque, but I'll, 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 keep, I'll keep it up here. Well, I'm glad you asked because it's the topic of the day. And today, it is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. 
a Disney Plus MCU series that was six episodes. Of course, part of phase four of the MCU. All the episodes ranging anywhere from like 35 to 55 minutes, somewhere in there. We'll start, even though I'm sure everybody's already seen it, but we'll start as we always do uh, with our movie and TV reviews. Spoiler free. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. Eh, eh. You did? Yeah. I nah. think. No. Didn't like it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Don't, you know what? You know what? Actually, how I would sum this up, if we ever do like another one of those movie posters with all of our little all of our little quotes or pull quotes. Remember Mac mm-hmm. did one for Jurassic World and it was all of our little pull quotes? Yes. I think mine would be simply almost sucked. That's true. That it is that almost, is true. It almost, it almost sucked. It almost did. You are absolutely correct. That is that is a wonderful way of putting it. I I think it was further from that. I think it was like nearly good. Yeah, I mean that that's a, that is a kinder way of putting it, and and maybe you like it a little bit more, and maybe that'll be reflected in the so- Stone score. But it was one that we talked about it. We did the uh, episode at the halfway point, and again, it was different than WandaVision because WandaVision had nine episodes. This only had six. And I thought most of the season was kind of fine. Like it would kind of dip below fine, jump up maybe slightly above fine, but kind of operated in that. Like, this is okay. Like this is, you're watching this. This is MCU. Something's going to happen or something's going to emerge where you're, you're sold on it. And not only did that not happen, I actually thought episode five was pretty good. I thought the finale might have actually been the worst episode out of the entire thing, which kind of sank it down for me. It what it wasn't operating at almost sucked until the end. The end kind of hurt it for me. It was running on if it's a I just I don't know. It was it was kind of mm-hmm. you were just kind of waiting for that huge knockout punch and it never came. How about this? Another another little pull quote you can you can get for me. This is the worst mcu property since ultron the every every single thing and the netflix ones unfortunately don't count i wish they did count they don't count so you can't count like iron fist or or luke cage season two they don't count i'm saying of all of the movies in wandavision because that's true mcu stuff Mm -hmm. since ultron you have gotten Ant-Man, Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Endgame, Spider-Man Far From Home, WandaVision. It's the worst out of any of those. It's not better than any of those. And Ultron came out in 2015. So this is the worst thing that they've done in six years. That's that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, again, I would issue that, that skewed a little bit because even though it's those the worst probably- thing they've done, it's still that it's far from bad. Like it's not, it's not unwatchable. It's 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 watchable. Um, there are some interesting things in it that I think Marvel did that I'm happy that they did. But in terms of the overall scope of does this show matter in all of that? No, it doesn't, it not really. It kind of doesn't. And I also thought this hurts it. It's not it's it's not its fault, but for me, my expectations were really high. Because if once they announced all of the characters that were going to be a part of a TV series, like WandaVision, I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Don't really mm-hmm. care. I'm not as big a Loki fan as other people are. I always loved Falcon and I loved Winter Soldier. I'm like, you put these two guys together, 
Like I like the characters and the actors, like all of it. I'm like, these guys are going to be good. And it just kind of really let me down. I do think six episodes could be a sweet spot though. Like that. I feel like six episodes is good. Something that the Netflix series would run into is especially the ones that weren't super strong. The top end ones, 13 hours is a lot. Here's, here's a, here's a take. Richard, what if they put this out as like a two hour and 20 minute movie on Disney plus instead of like four hours of television show? Yeah, there was a lot of stuff you could have cut out of this. Yeah, you're right. That probably would have been better. But I wonder if they're trying to establish. And like we said with WandaVision, I like the idea of having the opportunity to unpack more about these characters. But I don't even know if they really did that with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Not but, really. All right, we'll we'll get into all that coming up mm-hmm. here. Uh, I thought WandaVision was better. Did you you think it was better? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. WandaVision was way better. Uh, now, the, here's one of my takeaways, too, which I've, obviously in spoilers we can get into even more. I'm a little leery that these shows are going to be just kind of filler until the movies. Like th- this is clearly not on par with the movies. Like, yeah, there's a couple of action scenes that are good, but I'm talking about moving phase four of the MCU along. I it's, it's sort of in between of like, do people have to watch the shows or can they just watch the movies? I'm starting to think you can just watch the movies. As long as somebody tells you like one thing, like one thing, like, Hey, this, this one thing you need to know from the show. I think this show is the first step in building towards something else. I think I know what that thing is, and I will tell it to you when we get to spoilers. All right. I also, because I like to bring up the Netflix shows, Mm -hmm. I thought all three seasons of Daredevil were better than this. Yes. I thought season one of Jessica Jones was better than this. Yes. And I thought uh, both seasons of Punisher were better. Um, Maybe season one of Luke Cage. Maybe that Maybe. kind of fell flat at the end, though. The, like the, that one kind of dragged, but it suffered. It suffered the same fate as Luke Cage. Ultimately, yeah. if you go back and because li- I do listen to our our podcast and <laughs> I do go and do my homework, um, listening to Luke Cage again, the issue I had with Luke Cage is one of the issues I had with this show. Okay, I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. So again, like people i shouldn't say people i feel like listeners to this podcast and you and me don't shit on the netflix ones but just the mcu in general kind of shits on the netflix or they look away or they don't even really consider it but a lot of those were way more compelling and better better in-depth stories than this and this mm-hmm. even with two characters that have been in a bunch of movies and still it was a bit of a letdown uh there is a mid credit scene in the finale so make sure everybody goes and watches that and um, they've already announced, so this is not a spoiler, but they've already announced and they've come out with posters and everything that they're working on a Captain America 4, mm-hmm. where, of course, Falcon will p- portray Captain America. That was a nice little touch at the end, too, when they like instead of said Falcon and Winter Soldier said Captain America. That, that was, was a nice cool. little touch. I like that. I do mm-hmm. think, though, yeah, like uh, if you want to find a way to make a movie and get back on, on board there, maybe get the Russo brothers, for Christ's sakes, get them involved. Yeah. But like I don't need another series of this. I don't need no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I do not. Uh, what's your dork score? Uh soft four for me this time around. Yeah, I'm going three, three and a half. Three. I'll go three. I, I usually talk myself up too much. So I'm gonna go three. Yep. Oh, I like it. I like hey, it. Taking a hard line on this. 
not, none of none of our listeners are dumb enough to suggest this, and I know you aren't either, but I have seen it on Twitter, so I'm just going to address this right out of the shoot. Is people are like, oh, people who don't like the Falcon and Winter Soldier are exposing themselves for not wanting a black Captain America. That is that could not be further from the truth. That's that could. So- that's just excusing a poor show then or 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 just like that is so fucking wrong it's insane and i i saw people tweeting about that i'm like i'm not even going to get involved in twitter cuz it's just going to be a mess and that you never you never nope. come out smelling like a rose in that cuz i would say falcon and i even said this in our predictions i wanted him to be captain america that part was maybe the best thing of the entire series doesn't mean it's a good show and i think for me the conversations he had with Elijah, the conversations he had with his sister, the conversations he had about being Captain America was the best part of the show. Yeah, it was. That was the best part of that show. And you knew from the first episode that they were going to go in on this. And trust me, I'm I'm fine with that. I don't need the, hey, let's keep real issues out of comic book shows. Nope. No. Sometimes could be the best stuff. Watchmen was one of my favorite seasons of television we've seen in a long time. And Watchmen didn't shy away from so, sort of the ugly history or some of the ugly history that is in the United States. And, and so let's not here. let's not turn a blind eye to the fact that Captain America and Superman were brought as like pro-war propaganda in World War II. Right. Like let's not turn a blind eye to that. Like why Captain America or Superman even exist. So right. yeah, it is kind of political. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be for sure. Yeah. All right, anything else non-spoiler? I'm sure everybody's already seen it, but no, we're good. Let's get into it. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! All right. So my point about these shows, and again, I liked Wandavision, but I have the sense that if somebody didn't watch Wandavision, you could just say to them, uh, "Wanda's." kind of like lost her mind and there's a new version of vision back mm-hmm. that's all you need to know for the movies and if i told you the falcon and winter soldier was six episodes and oh falcons captain america now and sharon carter is a bad guy that's all you need it's a, it's really all you need to know that's but that's that's, that's almost let's, let's, let's dip our toes into that so now that we're into spoilers let me let me pay off what i was saying before i think that this show is the first step um, towards secret wars, which they, we've already know they're going to, we already know they're going to make. Um, and for those of you who buy into this, the secret war is it was it the Kree or the Skrull? Skrulls, the, the Skrulls, Skrulls, the shapeshifters. Yeah, they're shapeshifters, and they've over the years have been taking out political leaders and um, whoever, who uh, government officials and whatever. They've been taking these people out and replacing them with their own people. There is a theory which I am leaning towards, which I, I you know, we love a good th- conspiracy theory oh, here. Please. That's not Sharon Carter. Mm. So that's it. my like, I, I'm, I'm okay with that, her being by, a bad guy. By the way, we got a bunch of DMs on Twitter, just tweets on Twitter and emails after our last Falcon and Winter Soldier episode, where mm-hmm. both you and I said Sharon Carter was the power broker. Like, did we both. We're like, it's a little obvious, but Sharon Carter is the power broker. And that was such a fucking lame payoff. Like, we're like, yeah, we know. It was. But we got multiple emails telling us we were so wrong. Now, nobody out of that group responded back being like, my bad, you guys were right. Of course not. Like, maybe I leaned a little too heavy on the pardon thing, and ultimately she did get her pardon or whatever. 
but the way she was set up, the way she had people, like the way she talked, like the, her the her living arrangement, like she clearly was the power broker. And, and when they had the whole thing with the shipping crates, and like all of a sudden she has like some some her Alfred female Alfred show up in like this like uh, was a Maybach and like took her away. And like how did she get one of those? Speaking of female Alfred, that uh, Baron Zemo has a male Alfred, and we didn't see him for like two or three episodes, and then he like is back in the finale like big time. And like, I oh. had to be reminded of who he was. Same. I was like, who the hell is that? And then because you saw him in like the side view mirror, I'm like, who the hell is that? And then he got out of the car. I'm like, oh, that's Zemo's guy. Um, that, uh, that finale, man, just really fell apart. There was nothing there. I got a couple well, questions for you. I got a couple yeah. questions. Uh, is the U.S. agent, John mm-hmm. Walker, is he a good guy or a bad guy? He is a neutral. I believe he's neutral. I think he, he's uh, he's going to be used by S.H.I.E.L.D. to carry out some, do some dirty work. So Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, mm-hmm. played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus, was a nice surprise in episode five. I somehow avoided that spoiler. I didn't I know. I did too. I didn't know Julia Louis-Dreyfus was going to be mm-hmm. in there. She's great. She kind of plays a similar character to what she's good at. She's but- uh, she's like the better version of who did um, Carrie Ann Moss play in Jessica Jones, the lawyer. Like she was, she's kind of like the better version of that. Oh yeah, what the fuck is her name? I forget, but it doesn't matter. We'll do that when we do Jessica Jones. But she's kind of like that type of character where now Val, as she does, likes to not be called, um, was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent and had a romantic relationship with Nick Fury. So somebody said she's kind of actually like Nick Fury, Mm -hmm. but a little bit more, like a little less of a straight up good guy. So it's a little bit more, she's got a little Catwoman in her. Yeah, you know, okay. and I think that's she's going to use the U.S. agent to do her dirty work. But all of the U.S. agent stuff that they built up, or at the time, you know, foe Captain America or John Walker and his battles with Falcon and Winter Soldier, and just his whole mindset and him on the serum and everything else, it it's like in the finale, it was a completely different person. He had no problem fighting with those guys. He saw Falcon with the shield and was like, that's cool. I got like, what? Like he just completely was a different, that was so anticlimactic with him. And it was like, I I said out loud at one point, nice shield dickhead. When he was like getting like all dented and everything. Good work, dickhead. Yeah. (laughs) But the other thing with with, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, when she came in, I was like, all right, this is the only way you could have had the power broker be somebody who wasn't already established in the show is yes. to bring in like a big name, sneaky Hollywood star and give them like a, an important person to be then maybe, but then that just kind of went in a weird direction. And you're like, all right, I guess, I guess we'll see them in captain America four. Oh, by the way, she is supposed to be in black widow. Uh, Valentina de Fontaine. Oh, well, that's here's hoping. So maybe, maybe, and I know that, Florence Pugh, yes, is in the Hawkeye series. Okay, so we're gonna get some tie-ins there. So we're gonna get some tie-ins there as well. Uh, so Carly and the Flag Smashers, I didn't like them at first. No, then they got a little bit better, and then they just got like they were done. And I, I'm gonna steal this from Alan Seppenwall. I saw him from the Rolling Stone. He, I think it was him actually, who said they were kind of banking on people sympathizing a little bit with them more or or having 
her the, the Carly character be a little killmonger like, but did not that did not come across at all. It didn't come across at all because ultimately, you know, her team kind of bailed on her like at the, towards the end. Whereas Killmonger's people were in, you know, he, I think that they kind of bailed on her because she went too, like she went too far. Um, And I found myself liking her less and less as the show went on. Now, the biggest problem I had speaking of going to call back Luke Cage, I think all the first season, old Luke Cage ultimately suffered from not having a good enough bad guy. Um. Yeah, Cottonmouth, and uh, there was one other one. But yeah, the one who was like the old guy who was like wearing the helmet. But like, the, I didn't buy them at the end. It, it, like, it wasn't bad enough. You know, no, and the cause and, wasn't good enough. And then, you know? like, the way they try to like explain it too, because it's an interesting theory. And I love the idea. This is actually a great idea of there being like a villainous. Again, I don't know. Maybe you don't want to call them villains. Maybe that's unfair. And I go, I know they sort of get into that. And Falcon has this whole, uh, you know, he's up on his soapbox kind of talking about all these different <laughs> things a little bit. It was like it was a little like it was a little heavy handed. There was no yeah. nuance to that. No. But so, again, I don't, I don't want to call even them bad guys necessarily. But the idea of a group emerging post blip is pretty fascinating to me. It's something that should be explored. Like, hey, all these people are back now. So where do they go? But then you have the government being like, well, they can't just take their, I haven't been here for five years. It's like, what do you, Mm -hmm. we've kind of, we've had to move on. Like there are people that were here anyway. Right. They're living in your house now. Eminent domain. Like you, you were gone. Yeah. Like there's (laughs) definitely, there's definitely a lot there. So I like that idea, but they didn't come across like at no point were you really rooting for them. Whereas we're in Black Panther, maybe because it's Michael B. Jordan and I'm very biased right away. You're like, ah, let's hear what this guy has to say. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And somebody, um, had a good I don't know. Feeling. I just didn't, uh, I it didn't was. give you a good feeling. Uh, yeah. Somebody emailed us. And I'm sorry. I didn't write your name down, but somebody was like, uh, actually, let me try to find it. But they were like, how come there aren't more people? Oh, I think it was uh, Jacob. Mm-hmm. He was like, wouldn't there be more people with like, like, wouldn't there be more mentions of Thanos? Like, wouldn't there be, if once people knew what Thanos wanted to do, there would definitely be a cult that followed Thanos and thought this guy had the right idea and things were great five years ago. Like once we recovered from it, things were better now that there's so many people like I'm surprised there aren't, aren't more mentions of, or sort of like uh homages. Like the guy thought there should be like a, uh, like these hope posters with Thanos in them. Yeah. I forget who said, but like, I remember yeah, there. And that's an interesting idea. Like, you know, there was, because we talked about so much, like when Endgame and when Infinity War happened, like the guy kind of has a point. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, whether you want to split hairs, like all half of all living things were like, okay, but they still have the same amount of resources because he killed all the animals and all the plant. If you're talking about all living things, like he killed plants and animals and fish and what, you know, birds, you know, so even though there's half the population, there's still half the resources. Yeah. So yeah. that doesn't really make any sense. I gotcha. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there would be, like you said, like a cult of Thanos, like people who are like actively, tr- that would be, that would have been a fucking even better idea. Have those people hunting people who came back from the blip. Yeah, I like that. Like that's, I think, I think that's, and now you could, the overall, like, um, well, the allegory there is that these, you know, if you want to get super political, it's like, you know, they're exterminating people who shouldn't be here. Right. <laughs> you could. You know what I mean? So you, but there's, 
there's that whole overarching thing, you know, yeah, and I could do that. Um, I think that's that. Yeah, we're playing with that. There's something there. I yeah. did. I liked some of the Baron Zemo stuff. I know you've always been a huge proponent of Baron Zemo. So the Baron Zemo and then the uh, AO from Wakanda showing up. I like that kind of element because mm -hmm. one of the things I really liked about WandaVision was sort of taking the big universe and then taking a few of the characters from Ant-Man, Thor, obviously like Ultron and stuff and kind of bringing them together. Whereas in this one, it's uh, anything Captain America, uh, Iron Man, because you get uh, War Machine mm -hmm. popped in and then Black Panther. Because obviously and there's, also, there's also a theory that the person that... Uh What's her name was on the phone with? Who at the Spencer end? Her or AO? Um, well, Sharon oh, Carter. Uh, oh, uh, oh, Sharon Carter. Yeah, not uh, that she who she was on the phone with was Justin Hammer. So that'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. But back in it. wouldn't it have been cool? Here's the other thing I didn't really understand too. If you're the Wakandans, right, and you want him to serve justice for killing your king, wouldn't you take him back to Wakanda? It's an autonomous country. So, like, why wouldn't you take him back there? And I think what would have been even cooler is if Shuri showed up. Oh, yeah. At one point. Like, when they were after they had, like, captured him, if she was, like, on the ship, like, overseeing the whole thing. And they referred to her as Queen Shuri. I wonder if they had other plans and, like, how they were going to tie in Black Panther. And then they were just sort of like, we don't really know what we're going to do for Black Panther 2 yet. And like, but how, like I said, you have her come off the ship, and they that, refer to her as, as, and Bucky calls her Queen Shuri. Yep, knowing was, now that, and not without mentioning anything that, like, you know, they all know. All right, here's here's a question for you. Yeah, Captain America, like Chris Evans, Captain America mm -hmm. is alive. Correct. He's just a hundred years. Apparently, old. he's he's yeah. Apparently, he's alive, and he's on the moon. So there's no sniff of him there's no mention of him there's no line there's nothing i was waiting i was waiting they don't do anything i was waiting for him to meet when they took elijah back to see his statue that he would be there to shake his hand that would have been cool yeah like just that don't not say anything but he would stand up and just like put out like shake his hand that was actually maybe the best moment of the whole series was yes. when he walked in and saw his uh his statue and like what he had done for him. Now they put that statue up pretty quick, but whatever. Like I, that was not, not quick in the scheme of life, but I mean, quick in that sense that like Falcon probably said, we need to do this. And then they, they had it ready to go. Yeah. But that was a cool moment. Like him walking in that storyline. I liked more than a lot of the others. And that was the best storyline because the, the, and again, I'm, I'm, I wrote it down in my copious notes that Marvel's not like sitting on the fence with this whole thing anymore. Cause they've gone, what 20 almost 20 years without really d d dipping into this yeah you know um they did a little bit in, they did a little bit in iron man 3 um but it was a little bit more uh opaque you didn't really understand like the whole thing with the mandarin like you create and it was in my mind it was like a uh, like a take on like osama bin laden like you make this picture of this guy is the bad guy mm. right and that's what they were doing with the mandarin well, like everything else was going on. But anyway, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm off topic. But I'm so glad that they had those moments where what it meant to to the black community to see some, you know what I mean? And how Elijah was imprisoned 
for the same exact thing that Steve Rogers did. Isaiah, I think. Isaiah, sorry, I keep yeah. saying Elijah. Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah right. did, did the same thing Steve Rogers did and was in prison yeah. for it. Right, a hundred, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh oh. Speaking of Iron Man, real quick, I saw. I didn't. I didn't come up with this. So I can't take credit, but uh, I didn't mention this when we were talking about the Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings trailer. I like that trailer. Woo. Trailer was sick. We talked about that last yeah. week. Yes, but we did. The, we did. The Ten Rings. <laughs> God damn it, Ryan. God. <laughs> The Ten Rings has been in Iron Man, Iron mm-hmm. Man 3, and fuck, one other. Oh, well, like Ant-Man. Somebody had a tattoo of them on there, like mm-hmm. Ant-Man, I think. So it's like, it's just fucking awesome MCU stuff. They've like, just been tying this. They've been playing chess this whole time. Uh, Yeah, for sure. But again, so that part of it was was pretty cool. I thought they did a, a decenter, a decenter, a better job with... <laughs> with Falcon and giving you a little bit more of Falcon. I don't think we got a ton more winter soldier. I don't think these six episodes helped a whole lot. Yeah. You had his little list. You had his thing there, but I don't think he came across overly powerful or that we got a lot more. Like if I, like Wanda, we got a lot of Wanda. Like we know a lot more about Scarlet, Witch now than we did before. And even if you think only a couple things came away from that show, we know so much more about her. They explained away a lot of things. Mm-hmm. How she sort of mismanaged in the movies, but it actually makes more sense now. Winter Soldier. I don't know. Do we really did we d- dig deeper into him at all? No, and I really wish they did. Like they were really starting to go when he was having the having Saki and Sushi with the guy's father. I mean, that was a meaningful scene. Yep. And once you found out who that guy was, you and who he was to Bucky. What I um. That was cool. And the whole th- the therapy sessions that he was going through were, I thought, and I thought one of the funniest parts, it was it was good to see a character do that, like a, a strong character yeah. be in therapy and mental health. You know me, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah good. Um, but all the, the couples therapy moment when they were like sitting facing each other, I thought that was very well. That was actually pretty well done. No, that was good because those guys do have such a good chemistry together. But I don't even know if they used it to like its full potential. No, and I found the the whole boat thing. If we're talking best and worst, the whole boat thing was a little silly. Yeah, like they asked they asked the surrounding community for all this help, and then like ultimately like didn't use them. Yeah, like Bucky and Sam fixed the boat, right? But they didn't really. I mean, they got a little bit of help, but you know what I mean. Like that seems silly to me. It was yeah. a weird team building exercise montage that I was not. <laughs> really into what is this what do you think of falcon's new or captain america's suit oh it's gorgeous right i like it's it awesome I think that was i think that was a strength of the show i thought the suit was good and the way he uses everything now he's very much an iron man captain america hybrid yes because that's a vibranium suit because it's from wakanda so you assume it's the wings are vibranium now so now yeah. they can't get ripped off and he like the way he uses red wing like when two red, red wings, he has two red wings, and when red wing shows up and can scan all of the people on the helicopter and then come flying back to him, like that is like I, that is some Iron Man advanced levels yes. tech. Plus, now that he's wielding the shield and tossing that around, like that's that is pretty sweet. And did Shuri build it? I would hope so. I hope so. I hope that's a Shuri design. 
I would I would like to I would like to think so very much. Mm-hmm. So I think he's gonna look good going forward. Winter Soldier, I'd like to see a little bit more out of. Because I think he's he's capable of it. He's a badass. So where does he go from here? You know what I mean? Like where does where does that character go? I does he go back to being the white wolf in Black Panther 2? Yeah, I wonder. That'd be pretty cool if he goes back mm-hmm. to Wakanda. That'd be pretty good. I mean, I think he's gonna have to be. So Captain America is going to need a like a sidekick, basically, and I wonder if he'll just be Falcon's or Captain America's sidekick, or is he going to go do something else? Uh, he's got to again. We'll see. But I, I, uh, I was sad about Battlestar, though. I was sad about Battlestar. Battlestar did not last long. Did not last very long. But I also thought that Wyatt Russell did a pretty good job having a punchable face. The most punchable face I can remember in years. Yeah, you- like I just wanted to punch that guy out. What do you think U.S. agent's role is going to be going forward? Um, he will be. Obviously, he's going to work with Valentina, so we're going to get her again. Wasn't he West Coast? Wasn't he Avengers West Coast? I think he was. I think he might have been on that. I think he was on Avengers West Coast. So that's like, what, he'll team up with War Machine? But don't they hate the guy? Like, I don't get it. Like, I thought he like, killed that guy like in front of all these people with camera phones. Or just a root for him? Well, I mean, that's, you know, that's the, that's the job. That's the job, but that's that's the world. I mean, that's yeah. the world you live in now. I'm looking to see I think who has been was, in the Avengers West Coast. I'm pretty sure US Agent was. Like Wonder Man was probably in that. I see Wonder Man, I see Hawkeye, I see the Scarlet Witch, I see Moon Knight. Oh, that's a good team. I see Vision. Yeah, it's a squad. Uh the Wasp. But I think that's uh what's her name? I think that's um other Lang. Um Oh, Cassie Lang? Cassie no, Lang, yeah. Oh, is she Wasp, too? I thought she was somebody else. I thought she was Wasp. That's a different name. But uh, what do you think of George St. Pierre getting a little action in this? Uh, he can't act for shit, but he's... he's uh, <laughs> um, Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's a physical oh, specimen. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's one of the best fighters I've ever seen in my life. I could I could kick some ass. Yep, so it's saying in the, that a uh, U.S. agent is going to lead Avengers West Coast. That's his. That's what they're gonna do with him. Ugh. But like he, he's not likable at all. This version of him isn't. No. And I think he. I think they get a straight. Someone's gonna straighten him out. I think. I think War Machine will be in charge of that. Yeah. I think, I think he'll team up with the War Machine. War Machine will try to keep him on the on the up and up. That'd mm-hmm. be, that'd be my guess. Uh So again, Phase Four. Basically, what this does to me is just, hey guys, where there's a new Captain America. That's it. And he's and he's awesome. That's and, all you need to know. And Sharon Carter is back. There's an Agent Carter back working. Or is she? It could be a scroll. Either way, it's going to be bad info. Or it's going to be uh, bad stuff. Yes. Like, I know. All, I have all the combinations to the weapons now. I got all the all the codes. <laughs> and there's got to be there's got to be value on my or was it, there's got to be on my end. No fucking deal. No fucking deal. It's going to be. got to be value on my end. No quality. fucking deal. Fucking deal. Nobody wants. <laughs> I tried to make a mob movie and it sucked. It fucking sucked. What mob movie? <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I am now. Although the trailer looks bonkers, I'm a little concerned about Loki because for five years now, you knew every Marvel property was going to be a B, B plus, or better. Mm-hmm. Now you can't say that, and so now I'm worried. I am officially concerned about Loki. But you have Owen Wilson. <laughs> but you had a good time. But you had a nice time. 
I no, it looks it looks crackers. Like I, I'm looking forward to it very much. But... Wow. 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 Do you have any uh, biggest takeaways from this? What's next or predictions for Loki? Uh, Secret Wars, uh, like they've they've announced most of the cast and the cast. Speaking of crackers, like uh, how they got all of these people to be in Secret Wars is is going to be crazy. And if it's anything like the comic, I mean, you're going to have some all star cameos coming in for this as well. Can I tell you right now, I'm not jazzed up for Secret Wars because the whole idea of every single person might not be a real person. And you're like, that's a scrawl. That's a scrawl. That's a scrawl. Like you can make up for so much shit. Or if there's something you didn't like from before, you can go back and be like, oh, that was a scrawl. I don't, I think it, it could lead to potential lazy storytelling. Or it could lead you to the next big thing, which as we, you and I both have hoped out loud is silver surfer slash galactus i would like that i am in on silver surfer in the mcu and fantastic four now has to get involved mm -hmm. so <laughs> now there it is joshua in the chat said we haven't had a fart sound all episode i know oh what the hell happened what the hell happened Not anymore. <laughs> I think it's over like 30 seconds before it's over. It just keeps going. Unbelievable. Thanks, uh, thanks for the reminder, uh, Josh. Yeah, we didn't have we didn't have that, but all right, we got a little bit of time. So wait, what is uh what is next? Is it invisible? Loki? So it goes oh, Loki's next. Loki's next, Loki yeah. In June. June 11th is the first episode. It's also mm -hmm. six episodes like uh Falcon Winter Soldier. And then, of course, we're going to get Black Widow, which yeah, it's a prequel. Um, no, but I'm 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 looking forward to it well enough. But I'm just saying it's it's not. I guess the end credits will probably there'll be something in there that's important. And the fact that Julia Louis Dreyfus's character is in there, I think you're going to get a little bit more of what her mindset is. That mm -hmm. comes out on July 9th. But because it predates the Avengers, I mean, fucking Black Widow's dead. So like it predates. Oh, spoiler. Ah, how dare you. And then Shang-Chi in September, Eternals in November, and Spider-Man No Way Home in December. And uh, Ryan Getchell puts up, and it has nothing to do with all of this, but Bad Batch, May 4th, next week. Oh, yeah, that's coming right up. Mm -hmm. That's really coming up. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, we guys, I have so many uh, ideas, too. To, for, I have an, I have so many so many ideas. I'm percolating so many ideas. Ah, I'm an idea man, Ryan. I thrive. I just had one on the fly because my pick of the pod. Not to jump, jump. All right, let's fucking right, get let's it. do it. This guy's fucking screaming for it. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the I'm thinking of another segment. Oh, another segment. A new segment. This is This Week in Horrible Rossi Takes. No, I'm thinking of a, a new segment. So I want to do, and this is going to, my pick of the pod has to do with this. So that's why I'm kind of going. So I'm, I'm receiving this week. It sounds like it. Um, what if we did a thing that's like, if you like this, watch this. Or if you like this, try this kind of thing. 
Right. Like if you like Breaking Bad, watch Ozark. Right. Something something like that. It's kind of if you that's kind of your speed. So um I'm gonna start this off. So two movies, by the way. Um if you liked Mortal Kombat, which like we did, we did. Uh, did. the guy who plays Sub Zero um is an incredible martial artist. His name is Joe Toslim. Toslim. I can't I can't say it right. But he was in a movie called The Raid, and he was a mo- he was in a movie I just watched called The Night Comes for Us. Both of them are on Netflix, I believe, and they are fucking. If you have not seen The Raid, you liked Mortal Kombat, but you haven't seen The Raid. See The Raid today. Okay, that movie's awesome. Where is it? Where is it on? Did you say? Uh, I think it's on uh, The Night Comes for Us is on Netflix, and okay. I believe um, The Raid is as well. Okay. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it is. The Raid Redemption is on Netflix. You can't confirm or deny. There's two Raid movies. See them. Joe Taslim is in both of them. He's awesome. All right. All right. Yeah. Oh, also, um, I have to do this too. And so normally, you know, we we have the, uh, and this is, I'm getting serious right now. So this is, this is an opportunity for me. So someone reached, had reached out to me, a lifelong friend of mine. Um, who runs a rink in Massachusetts. Um, he One of his employees was recently in a pretty horrific uh, accident. It was, he was trying to swerve to um, avoid a deer and hit a tree, got thrown from the truck. He's alive, oh um, but they've set up. Um, he's uh, he's works in the rink for my buddy, Timmy, and, and he's uh, his name's Tony, and he's got a GoFundMe right now that will... Um, I will tweet out. So if you guys are listening to this right now, I'm just giving you the context. So Timmy asked me to spread the word. This is the only way I can do it constructively to get it where he, I think he's almost at his goal right now that he needs to hit to get all of his medical bills and, and uh, rehab paid for. So if the dork community could uh, lend a hand, that would be Absolutely. incredible. So thank you guys in advance for any and all help you guys. Uh, yeah. So tweet that out yeah. uh, at R Von D. So you can yes. check that out. Thank you very much, Ryan. Um, my pick of the pod. They are doing these wrestling documentaries on A and E. They're calling them like wrestling legends or something like that. And they're two hours. And I think there's going to be, I don't know, a whole season's worth of them. The two of them are out Stone Cold Steve Austin and Rowdy Roddy Piper. I watched the Stone Cold one, it's good. The only reason why I don't call it great is as a wrestling fan, I knew a lot of the stuff. Like right. It's not groundbreaking. And I also wonder, again, a guy's whole career in two hours, it's tough to do, but it's also pretty favorable. Like there's a couple of moments there where like he doesn't look great, but I don't know. They kind of gloss over some of his family stuff. So I, I still think it's good and it's worth watching, but I wonder if there's probably like another hour of stuff that they i'm sure that they had to like cut to a little vince was like yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm guessing but i'm gonna watch the rowdy piper one because i know less about piper than stone cold so i'm gonna watch the piper one the maniac (laughs) he played the maniac in always sunny in philadelphia which was one of my favorites just a buck just a just a bucket of chestnuts in the back of his car what a (laughs) razor wire and chestnuts what an incredible episode yeah what were they called the birds of uh, birds of war birds of war the Pigeon Boys. Oh, they called the Pigeon Boys, and then they, they rebranded as the Birds of War, and they look like chickens. <laughs> All right. Next week, we are going to review season one of Invincible. It is on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, next or a 
coming out this Friday, or as we told you earlier, Thursday night is the eighth and final episode. So if you guys haven't been watching that, dive into that. It is a fantastic show. It's a Robert Kirkman comic. Uh, it's an animated show, but it is for adults. We had a few people yes. that they were watching it with the first episode with their kids, their young kids, and realized, no, whoops. No. Whoops, the date. No sacks yet. We need some sacks in that show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would like that, too. Uh, and lastly, Ryan, people can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and just about anywhere else you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dork podcast. We stream these episodes live on Monday nights. You can also email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com, including your submissions for the next Should I Have Bought This? Uh, hit up Davey on Twitch, twitch.tv slash D. And if you happen to still be on Facebook, uh, we have a shared the hashtag dork shared Gooniverse page. Why are you laughing? Because I'm like, if you're if you're like my grandmother and still uh, on Facebook. My Nana's on there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. But if you are, we have it's a shared place for Mac it's and Goo. It's a shared space. Yep. Shared safe space as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac and Goo. Pop Culture Pile Driver Podcast, Change My Mind Podcast, TLDR, Dr. Joe, Shine Time, and yourself all on Twitch. And your weird cousin who's somehow a QAnon conspiracy theorist. <laughs> all on Facebook. Do you like memes? <laughs> Do you like not factual memes? Do you like non-factual memes? Do you like your your weird cousin that no one talks to you spouting off about like adrenochrome uh, and the Hollywood elite blood doping? Check out Facebook. Facebook's for you. Facebook is great. So that'll do it for us. Uh, Invincible is next week. Uh, Ryan, what do they say about wombats? They have them square poopies, homie. Uh, let me leave you with uh, with this. How are you doing, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Joshua Adams. I'm CEO and founder of Cosplayer Nation. We did a documentary all about cosplaying across America from Maine to Seattle to Whitey, Puerto Rico. We've won three awards. Um, we're practically compass to the cosplay community as well as we interviewed the guy who coined the phrase cosplay from the 80s took Takahashi